Welcome to day 284 of Shaped by the Word, season three, the story of the prophets. I'm Matt, and again, I'm here with Adam Brunson as we continue to journey through the prophet Ezekiel and his his messages of judgment, his messages of hope, uh, prophecies that destruction are coming. And, and here we find ourselves in another passage where uh, Ezekiel is going to to bring about or bring up the the sins of God's people. You know, it begins with the son of man, will you judge her? Son of man, will you judge this city of bloodshed? You know, the nation that, that should have been characterized by God's peace, by God's presence, by God's holiness, you know, as they live as a holy people has now turned into being characterized as a city of bloodshed. The, the people continue to rebel against the Lord. That's been a theme that we've seen throughout Ezekiel. They have a rebellious history. They commit detestable practices. They love idolatry more than they love the Lord. And and that's no different. In our text today, we're going to see um, maybe just the depth of the sinfulness of God's people you know, and why. Why is judgment coming? Because we see the sinfulness of God's people. God cannot leave sin unpunished. He's been, he's been advocating, you know, or been pleading with them. He's been uh, calling them to to take account, to pay attention, and yet they continue to to plug their ears. Um, and so we're going to pick up in Ezekiel chapter twenty two today. But before we do, um, Adam, will you pray for us? Absolutely, Lord. Today, as we hear your word, we uh, give ourselves to you. Ask that you would speak to us clearly. Give us ears to understand and a, a willing heart to receive your truth and uh, to love you more fully and follow you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Ezekiel 22. The word of the Lord came to me. The son of man, will you judge her? Will you judge the city of bloodshed? Then confront her with all her detestable practices and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. You city that brings on herself doom by shedding blood in the midst, in her midst and defiles herself by making idols. You have become guilty because of the blood you have shed and have become defiled by the idols you have made. You have brought your days to a close and the end of your years has come. Therefore, I will make you an object of scorn to the nations and a laughingstock to all the countries. Those who are near and those who are far away will mock you, you infamous city full of turmoil. See how each of the princes of Israel who are in you uses his power to shed blood. In you they have treated father and mother with contempt. In you they have oppressed the foreigner and mistreated the fatherless and the widow. You have, you have despised my holy things and desecrated my Sabbaths. In you are slanderers who are bent on shedding blood. In you are those who eat at the mountain shrines and commit lewd acts. In you are those who dishonor their father's bed. In you are those who violate women during their period when they are ceremonially unclean. In you, one man commits a, a detestable offense with his neighbor's wife, another shamefully defiles his daughter-in-law, and another violates his sister, his own father's daughter. In you are people who accept bribes to shed blood. You take interests and you make a profit from the poor. You extort unjust gain from your neighbors, and you have forgotten me, declares the Sovereign Lord. Hmm. So there's part of uh, the judgment that... that Ezekiel begins to bring on the people. You have him taking up the mantle of a judge over the city. The Lord comes to Ezekiel and says, Son of man, will you judge her? Judge the city of bloodshed. Call out what is in her. And and you have to love, you know, we were just talking about this, but you have to love the image of, you know, this 
in you, these things are occurring. In you, these things are happening. You know, because you almost get the sense, right, that, that they are probably, Israel's a lot like, you know, our kids and, and, and us, that, you know, when, when things go wrong, we tend to point out the sins that are in other people. And we're really good at pointing out the sins that are in other people and, and other nations. You know, we can look at others and say, oh, yeah, this is what they do. And I'm not as bad as they are. You know, and, and you get the sense that that's almost what, you know, Jerusalem has been doing. They look at other nations and, you know, definitely, you know, their, their brother to the north. And, and they say, man, we're not as bad as Samaria. You know, we're not as bad as this people. And the Lord says, no, let me tell you what is in you. Let me examine the heart of my people, the heart of my nation, and tell you just how far you are removed from my heart. So as you read this, what are some things that capture your attention? Well, it's obviously a very strong passage and even some of the the sins that Ezekiel calls out. It's, it's a little bit of a hard passage to read, isn't it? Um, one of the things that stood out to me is, is this theme you see throughout all of Scripture that doesn't fit very well into, you know, some of our natural categories. You know, think of our even our culture wars where you have, you know, people who are more naturally conservative, right-leaning, and, you know, we'll talk a lot about, um, you know, sexual sins and things like that, which, which are heavy in here. And, you know, certainly, certainly these are clearly sins talked about in yeah. here. And you'll think about, you know, more of left-leaning people who don't really care about that. Sleep with who you want to. What matters is justice. And here you have, you know, equally him talking about, uh, you know, a cry against Israel because they've been unjust. They've lent money to the poor to make money off of them. Um, scriptures don't fit into our categories, yeah. you know, and in, a, in a way, I think though, this is a very, t- you know, time and, and space directed judgment. There's themes here that I think drill down in the human heart that ultimately point us to say, there's something deeply wrong with us. That's broken in everybody's categories yeah. that cries for a need for restoration uh, and when we're healed, all of these areas begin to be healed, you know, in Christ, you know, both the one who calls us to sexual fidelity and to care for the poor, you know, redeemed yeah. people in some ways are the antithesis of the judgment cries here, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the, the things about scripture is we read it. And yeah, I, I think we all read it in our sinfulness at times to to try to make it fit into our categories, you know, and and you know, our Paul, our pastor, has said from time to time that if we read the Bible and you know we only read it looking at the things that we've highlighted, you know, we miss out on some of those other passages. That if we maybe you know, if I take your Bible and I begin to read it as being to see, oh, Adam highlights things that I don't necessarily highlight. You know, and and it's it's just reminding us that the, the word of the Lord is so much bigger than and than our categories and our trying to to fit it into our worldview, but it actually has something much bigger in store for us. You know, and it opens our eyes to yeah yeah here you have just the full extent of what is happening in Israel, and you know in in Jerusalem is they are they are sinful through and through from whether it's a, a lack of justice, a lack of concern for the the poor, for the widow. You know, whether it's extorting unjust gain from your neighbors, whether it's committing um, just heinous sexual acts, 
you know, things that, that we would think should never be done. And, and yet, you know, the crazy thing is that we see this and then you get to the church in Corinth and some of the same things are happening. And Paul is saying, what in the world is happening? This is not fit for the people of God. You know, and, and that is, I think, one of the things that as we read Scripture and we see here, we're seeing Israel's sin being held out and, and God saying, in you, this is what it is. And we read it and say, how awful and it's almost like that tax collector, you know, and Pharisee parable that we looked at a few weeks ago, where we look at this and say, well, thank God I'm not like Israel. And then God comes to us and says, okay, Matt, well, in you, here are the sins, you know, and, and obviously that man leads us quite quickly, or leads me quite quickly to Jesus because you know, the, Ezekiel comes to them and he's going to judge Jerusalem and he's going to say, you're going to pay for your sins. And the question is, you know, for me and for us is in us, you know, some of these same things exist, you know, and some of these, we may not commit these sexual acts in this way, but then Jesus would come to us and say, yeah, but if, you know, if you even have a lust after another person, you've committed adultery. If you, you say, well, I've never murdered anybody, you know, and I've never shed blood in the way that Israel seems to shed blood and jesus said well if you've been angry with a brother it's as if you've murdered them and he goes into our heart and kind of held out before us then as well what do we do with this and that leads us pretty quickly to jesus that either we will Mm -hmm. be judged fully and finally for our sins one day or that judgment will land on another you know and for us we we are grateful that's that's landed on jesus anything else capturing your attention no no Good stuff. All right. Well, let me pray for us. Father, we thank you for time in your word. We we thank you for Jesus, the one who uh, who knew no sin but became sin so that we might become the righteousness of God. Father, we confess before you that in us these things exist. In us, we are, um, we are prone to sin. Um, but we thank you for your grace at work in us. And, and Father, we ask that you would continue um, to renew us, to cleanse us, um, continue to set our eyes on Jesus, the one who um, who bore our sin, that we may have life. It's in his name we pray. Amen. Amen.